Yes, good evening. Welcome to the ME7 podcast. Yeah, the duels end 2023 with three points tonight under the lights at Priestfield Stadium. A singular goal from Scott Malone secured Stevie Clements's first three points in a little while, didn't he? A weldy from Scott Malone. Yes, Scott, we did notice the celebration. I don't know if anyone else did, but we did notice it. Um, but yeah, anyway... We'll ignore that um, because it is three points. It was a weldy. It was a great finish, um, and it and it um, it secured Gillingham's result tonight against ten men Sutton United after they had Harry Smith sent off after just twenty five minutes, which made it um, pretty damn hard for themselves. I'm joined by Matt Olsen this evening. Matt, good evening, mate. Um, yes, it is three points to win twenty twenty three. Are you happy with tonight's result? Um, I guess obviously you're happy with tonight's result, but you ha- are you happy with with the general play of what you saw over the 90 minutes? Well, if the idea is to uh, stop the opposition having the ball by, uh, and that that's how we're going to stop them from scoring, then yes, it works. It's great having all the ball, but it's doing it in that final third. Thank God for Scott Malone coming on and smashing that ball into that top uh, right-hand corner of the net because I'll be honest, I just didn't see where we were, where else we were going to get a goal. Their goalkeeper did pull off two fantastic saves in the first half, or full disclosure. But yeah, just it, it was great play, but just that final third is, is still a concern for me. I completely agree, mate. Um, do you think it's do you think it's down to a lack of confidence because the amount of times that we got into the final third tonight and and the crowd, certainly in the rain of men right, right by me, were shouting, shoot, shoot, shoot every single time and, and we just weren't pulling the trigger? Is it is it down to that lack of confidence that just where we are not scoring enough goals, it's it's now getting into the players men- mentally? I, I, I kind of have to believe that um, because I just I just don't understand... With the quality we've got, how we're not finding the net that much, you know, that, that, that often. But, I mean, there was a couple of Ollie Hawkins chances he had in the second half with his head where I think, you know, had he played, you know, a consecutive run of games, he probably would have buried them. So, look, it, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's what I'm going to have to keep telling myself. I, I will always get frustrated, obviously, when we lose and, you know, when we when we're having all this possession and not scoring goals. But... Look, January's around the corner. Let's just hope and pray that you know on the wish list and in the new year is a is a is a new striker on the on the on the cards. Let's go back to the team then, Matt. We did see a, a back three again tonight with obviously Jake Tunner in goal, Shay Alexander. Then it was Conor Masterson, Shadowgi, Max Aimer. Um It was Max Clark in in change of Scott Malone in the starting eleven. Then it was a midfield three of Ethan Coleman, Dom Jeffries, and Johnny Williams. And in a front two of Ashley Addison and Ollie Hawkins, um, was you surprised, Matt, to see Scott Malone dropped and Ollie in the starting starting eleven? Ollie, yes. Um, I, I didn't expect to see him in the starting eleven uh, this quickly. I thought it would have been a few more games, but I'm glad he was, and I think he did a real good shift. But a real good shift up top there, and you know, God, we have missed him. I think. Um, Scott, to be honest, look, I, I think he's had a bad couple of games and I, I don't know why, you know, that people can come up with their own conspiracy theories to why he's not, you know, have, he's not had a good couple of games. But 
I just think it's, you know, look, every player does go through these moments in their entire career. They'll have five, six, seven, eight games where just things don't work for them. You know, it doesn't matter what they do, but finally putting the ball in the back of the net, I'm hoping is going to sort of reignite his confidence and, and bring back the Scott Malone that we had at the start of the season. Yeah, bang on the money. Um, yeah, obviously it was a it was a pretty quiet start. It was a lot of the, a lot of the ball played in playing in centre midfield between both teams, and then obviously the the action point on twenty five minutes was was uh, was a crunching tackle between initially Ethan Coleman and their centre midfielder. The ball then broke, and then it was what looks like what looked like looked like a a fifty fifty going towards Max Aimer. Aimer in all fairness, has been extremely, extremely brave to go through the tackle. He, could, he does get hurt, but he, he's extremely brave to go through the tackle. I've looked back at it. I think what is unfortunate for Harry Smith is the fact of that his foot rolls on the top of the football. And as it rolls on top of the football, his foot goes upwards and onto Max Amos' leg. And I think that's why he's sent off. What what do you what do you think, Matt? Do you think do you think it's a red? It, I mean, it basically happened right in front of me. I was sitting block five, in a mend, and it was almost sort of directly in front of my on my eye line from where I was sat. And my initial reaction straight away was that is one hundred percent a red card, and it is also unfortunate for Harry Smith because there is no way that he intentionally went for Max Amar there. He was going for the ball, just as you said. Max was so brave, put his foot in front of the ball, you know, slightly before uh, Harris was there. And, and then, obviously, Harris Smith had no other option but to catch him. And you could tell in his face straight away, he knew straight away he was going to get a red card for a, for almost what you could almost say was a, was a nothing challenge in the middle of the pitch there. But look, when you're going in, when you're showing your studs like that, even though he might have rolled over the ball, you're still making contact with the player. And unfortunately, it is a red card offence. It's just an unfortunate red card and it is kind of harsh, but it was also, I would say, pretty clever for Max there because if he hadn't put his foot in front of the ball, who knows, Sutton might have had a breakaway at our goal. Yeah, certainly brave from, from Max Aimer. I think um, I think it's the striker's tackle. I think that's a, that's a, that's a fair the fair way to put it. Um, yeah, that completely derailed Sutton's game plan and it was down, then down to us to, to create chances and... And I feel certainly in the first half, we just did not move the ball quick enough, did we? I, I felt that we we moved it quite comfortably from side to side, down wide. And then instead of getting it into the box, and certainly this was my frustration in the first half. And I don't know about you, Matt. When you've got Ollie Hawkins, who's six foot six, why not cross the ball to him? And I think in the first half, we did it maybe maybe twice. And the second time was a fantastic save from, from the Sutton United goalkeeper. But we just, for me, we didn't. We didn't utilise Ollie in that first half enough. No, I t- totally agree. We didn't. And um, it was a bit of a shame. I mean, yeah, getting the crosses in would have been key. The other thing would have been actually making these crosses accurate because there was quite a few times when you could see Ollie Hawkins was sort of sent going towards the front of the goal. And, um, and uh, for, for whatever reason, the ball was being played to the back post where, there no- where nobody was. Um, but again, th- th- that's going to, I think, partly come down to the fact that Oli has played, you know, hardly any minutes this season. He's playing in, you know, a team that have still got to learn exactly how he's playing the season, what roles he's got, where he's going to be in the box. And, and eventually it will come. Um, 
I, I do want to also point out the fact that for the last few weeks, I have constantly said playing a 3-4-1-2 formation does look like our best way of, way of going. And in terms of keeping the ball, that is definitely, I think, the way forward. The problem we still have is that, that strike partnership, whether it's going to be Madison and, and Hawkins or Bonn and Hawkins or whatever the strike pairing is going to be at the top. We need to find out what that is at the moment unless we can get some other 20-goal season striker in. Yeah, I think, to be honest, we might have seen the end of Macaulay Bonn and the Jill shirt going off the, the subs of, of what Stephen Clements has made tonight, which was which was quite interesting and quite telling. Um yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we went into half-time, obviously, nil-nil, which is not not what we wanted. Second half come out and we played with a bit more urgency. Um, we certainly moved the ball a lot more in terms of wide and in good positions and getting the ball in the box. But the, I think someone's put the stat, someone tweeted the stat to us just a minute ago where we've had 24 shots tonight and only four are on target. Does that suggest, Matt, that they're... There is the problem statistically alone, is that we've only got four shots on target out of 24 opportunities. The, right, yes, you can always say it's bad that the fact we're not having enough shots on target. <clears throat> I mean, I think 24 shots, I think that's probably the most we've had all season in a single game. So at least that is something, at least we're trying to have a go at the goal. Look, every shot you take is probably is going to be sort of a one in two, one in three kind of, you know, on target scenario. That's obviously not great at the moment, 24 to four, whatever it was. But at least it's starting to come. At least it is starting to happen. That's the only kind of thing I'm holding on to at the moment. We are getting into these positions. We are trying to create shots. Look, some of those shots as well, and they're not going to tell you that. Some of those shots are blocked shots, you know. So, look. At least it is starting to, to turn. It's it's a slow burner. It's a slow process. I understand that. But uh, January just can't come quicker because I just feel if we can get a, say, a striker at the top of the end of the pitch, somebody we you know is going to put the ball in the back of the net, week in, week out, I do think we've got a strong enough team to take on this league in the second half of the season. Uh, I think we need more than that, Matt. On, on, my, on, my, on my viewing tonight, I think we need a midfielder that takes the... A bit like a Conor Mahoney. As soon as Conor Mahoney come on the pitch tonight, he took the game by the scruff of his neck and made and made things happen. We need another We need another centre midfielder like Conor Mahoney. Johnny Williams, yeah, fine, whatever. But he doesn't take the ball and he doesn't, and doesn't carry it forward for us. Um, we need a midfielder oh, no, that's strong enough in there alongside Con- Ethan Coleman. Um, if we're going to go with this back three... Um, I think we may need a potential another backup wing back slash winger, um, and yeah, like we say, we, we need it. We need another forward. We've we've put we've put probably I would say double going into the twenties of of the amount of crosses we put in there tonight, and the only one that's on the end of it is Ollie Hawkins. The other forwards and the other attacking players are in and around him are nowhere to be seen, and it's just not. I suppose you can class it's not good enough. It's lack of confidence. It's lack of belief. And I think that is where we're lacking at the moment. It's just that the self-belief in that final third. Yeah, we're having the ball in that in those areas, but you need to put teams to bed. Sutton was still in it in 10, uh, 10 men on 85 minutes. We should have been three or four out of sight. And I think that is where the difference we need to make sure that we are at the end of this, uh, in this January window is that we need to make sure that we go and get two or three players of real quality at the top end of the pitch that we can put teams like Sutton United to bed tonight 
two or three or four that we're not we're not relying on a on a on a weldy from Scott Malone to to win us the game. No, I, I agree. But yes, we do definitely need um, other areas of the pitch do need improving. But for me, I just feel that if we had that twenty goal of the season striker now with the current squad we have, we wouldn't be in the position we're in at the moment. I, I think we would have still had Neil Harris as head coach uh, or as manager. Um, you know, I, I think things would have been different. Unfortunately, not getting that in the summer has kind of not ruined our chances of promotion or having a successful season, but has put us in the situation we are now, basically crying out for January to pretty much save this season again. Now, look, we had a cracking start to the season. We've had a dip in form. We've ended the season. We've ended the year. And that's, we've got the three points in the bag. Let's now take forward into next, sorry, next year, you know, uh, and let's carry on with this momentum. Let's start getting what Clements is obviously trying to work on on the training pitch. Let's get that working more and more and more. Let's get more time to bed that in, get some better players in. And I do genuinely believe we can still take this, take this season on and it's not going to be a write-off. January. Um, on and off the pitch in signings and, and everything that's where we're going to struggle and it's going to have to be a case of well maybe next year yeah so, so Matt I, I suppose if we if we look at the yeah if we look at the goal it's a wonderful strike by Scott Malone um, it's it's a, it's a cracker of a finish like you said earlier on the podcast he's come under he's come under some criticism in recent weeks in my opinion quite rightly I think we've not seen the Scott Malone that we did at the start of the season, um, lack of confidence or, like you've said, things going wrong. Sometimes players have that in a run of games where things just don't go quite right. Um, but it's it's a finish of a player that's played at top quality level, isn't it? What a, what a strike from Scott Malone. The, the second it left his boot, I knew it was in. I, could, I was sat literally again where I was sat, right behind it. As soon as it fell to him, I knew, I just thought, if he tries and smashes this as hard as possible, it's going over. But he kind of just put a bit of pace on it, but just kind of caressed it to fly into that top corner. And yeah, as soon as it left his boot, no one was getting into it. And look, a quality goal by a quality player. And it's kind of, you know, what we've almost come to expect. He scored a few quality goals for us. And look, maybe just having a bit of time on the bench, maybe for whatever reason, that's going to be a bonus for him, whether he sits out the next game or whatever. But look, he knows he's probably had you know two or three bad games recently. Um, he wanted to come on and prove a point. And actually, I think he did really well when he came on. Um, he was, you know, right at the end, he was there trying to control the players, control them, getting them to calm down, uh, not to rush, you know, when we had the ball up in the corner. So, no, it was great to see him come back on. Uh, what a goal it was! And you know, yeah, honestly, what more can you say? That's the kind of that's the uh, Scott Malone we want playing week in, week out for Jules. Yeah, I noticed at the end that Stevie Clements decided not to fist bump, um, just waved it away. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's down to the fact that he just where we've been on the run of form that we've been on is the fact of he knows it's only one win and he only sort of wants to take it one game at a time. Why Why do you think that? In my opinion, I think you've got to enjoy your wins as much as you don't enjoy your losses. But what do you think? I think he's a man that will criticise himself 
extremely harshly and he'll be thinking to himself, it's only one win, I don't deserve to be fist pumping the main amend. Not yet. You know, maybe when we're beating a team 3-4-0, but, but he's probably thinking to himself, yeah, we've won the game and I'm glad we've won the game and we've got the three points, but we can do better. And I, I believe that's probably why he's thinking to himself, nah, it's, it's not worth the fist bumps. Yeah, I suppose if we if we take the game as a whole tonight and and we review it as a whole, do you think that's do you think we can? Do you think do you think that's that that tonight is simply papering over the cracks? Do you think it's we, we've had a lot of chances tonight and we've not put put we've we've obviously won the game, but we've not we've not exactly put Sutton Sutton to bed. Do you think that's what it, do you think that's what it is? Or are we papering over the cracks? Are we? still waiting and hoping for January or is it the start of a sense of relief tonight? What What is it, Matt? What do you think? I mean, I, I, I hope it's the start of a, a run of form that's going to take us back up into the, you know, automatics and get us out of this league. That's what I hope it's the start of. Um, I, I do generally believe that, you know, even, even you all know, I believe, would be every team 7-0 or what have you and look ultimately well, as soon as that 90 minutes is up all that matters really to me is that we have the three points and if we've got the three points I don't care whether we win ugly or not that's it we've got the three points hallelujah the problem I would say that especially Steve Clements will probably have is yes we have the three points but we should have also had probably three four five goals when you're playing against a team who are you know down to 10 men for basically 65 minutes who are going to do nothing but defend. Yes, it's going to be hard. You have to find ways to break these teams down. I, I, I understand that, but look, you said it earlier, it was it 24 shots, you know, for on target. That's probably where he's going to be thinking to himself, no, that's not right. If it was 24 shots with, you know, 14 on target, then, then he might be going, yeah, okay, look, at least we've put in a good effort, but, you know, four on target, it's, it's not great, but, it's still three points in the bag. Yeah, and obviously it's Colchester just in literally 72 hours' time. Um, it's not long at all until Colchester. Our away record is not the best, but we're going to another side that are down the bottom league. We're going to another side that are in a poor run of form. It's surely, it's surely a game that we're looking on paper that we should be going there. Off the back of a win tonight, in, in some some sense of confidence behind us now. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope we are going there with with confidence and knowing that. Look, I mean, Sutton didn't have any kind of answer when we had the ball. And we were playing it around, and look, I know there was people sat behind me getting frustrated. We weren't moving the ball quick enough or getting it forward quick enough. But ultimately, when we've got the ball, Sutton United can't score. So, is that not a great stat? So, I'm loving that kind of confidence that we're going to have there. We, we know we can keep the ball away from a team and basically make them chase it for 90 minutes. The confidence as well is going to be there, the fact that we have got three points. It would have been great if it was, you know, Ollie Hawkins or Tom Nichols to have put the ball in the back of the net or, or Ashley Addison, one of our strikers, but we've walked away with three points. We need to go there. Now, on, is it Sunday or Monday, whatever day it is, I've, that time of year you lose track of days, but whenever we go to Colchester, we, we are playing against the team. Matthew Reffington is really struggling to get anything out of that Colchester United team. I've reviewed them quite a bit recently. So, 
they're, they're not going to really pose a threat unless we let them. And that's the point. If we go there and play the, that kind of football we've played tonight, but as long as we can put Zorda back in the net, we'll walk away with three points. But if we let them get a foothold in the game, I really do worry for us. Yeah, I mean, on your on your point of, of scoring goals, someone's just sent us a... Someone's just sent us a tweet saying, um, yeah, someone's just sent us a tweet basically saying in the last two games we've had we've had 40 shots, 20 corners, and we've only scored one goal. There's your problem right there, Matt, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, this is why I come back to saying what I, I think we had had a top key striker, a top striker in that position up top, then that would, those numbers would have been a lot different. It is unfortunate, and, and I do just hope it is. These players are just lacking in that book, a bit of confidence. Ollie Hawkins is going to be just down to his game management. The fact he hasn't played a lot recently, um, so hopefully he'll get you know maybe get back for and hopefully if he starts on uh, on uh, on Monday against Colchester, hopefully then potentially he could bag himself a goal because he's he's got it in him. We know he's got it in him. We saw it last season. Tom Nichols has got it in him. We know Ashley Madison has got it in him. So look, let's let's just. Let's just go to Colchester with the belief that we we know we can score more than one goal, and we will. I do generally believe if we go with that belief, we will beat Colchester. But we have to go with that belief and play the way we play today. Yeah, looks good evening, mate. Um, yeah, we'll, rather than going straight back to the start of the game and reviewing it all over again, just give us your review of the performance and I guess the result tonight, in your opinion. Yeah, hello guys. Hello everyone. Sounds like you two boys are in the car. Um, I've just walked in the yes, door. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've just walked in the door. So, yeah, a bit of a chilly one to be fair, but yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I I suppose I want. I expected a little bit better. Um, you know, I thought this was a team we should have been beating comfortably, especially at home. Um, you know, we've had a few favourable fixtures now. We've only had one point from, from the two so far. And, and this was a must-win game. I think a lot of people thought that. I don't think it's a must-win in the context of the season or anything like that. But I think, you know, just for where we are. And the boat's been rocked a little bit with st- stuff going around or whatever. And, you know, frustrating performances that we needed a good win today. And at the end of the day, all that matters is three points. It was celebrations at full-time and stuff. Um you know, I'm, I don't know if the old cliche, it's hard to play against 10, will come out or not. I think, I do wonder how it would have been against 11. Uh, I think the red card's fair. And then I think, you know, I was surprised that we kept three centre-offs on the pitch for as long as we did. But obviously that was Clements' decision to, to stay solid at the back. And we knew that it would only take one goal to win it. And that was how it how it turned out to be. Um, I think at half-time I tweeted saying that I expected to put a few pass, a few pass stuff in the defence. Obviously, it was just one. We had a lot of chances. I think Hawkins should have done better with a couple of his headers. There was a couple of, of drag backs as well where we should have done better. I know the stats aren't great in terms of being the lowest scorers in the league and and being, um, you know, I think there was a stat shared a couple of days ago that we have the third fewest chances created. So it's obviously a problem in more than one area. I do wonder how much of it is mentality because everyone knows how much of an issue it is and no one wants to be the, the lowest scorers in the league. But, you know, a win's a win. And I don't think we learnt much. Um, I don't think we were great. But at the same time, you know, maybe it'll trigger something going into the new year. Yeah, Lewis, g- g- going to stay with you, mate. Um, 
Yeah, statistically, we obviously people have sent us a few statistics tonight, and 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 we've had forty shots in the last two games. We've had twenty corners. We've scored once. Um, Twenty-four of those shots come in tonight. Um, what? Where does we all know? We all know that the, we all know where the problem lies in in terms of an out and out goal scorer. But the question I want to ask you, Lewis, is that people are saying that obviously. This 20 goal scorer, we need this 20 goal scorer in January, blah, 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 whatever. My worry is with this 20 goal scorer in January, what team is ever going to let a 20 goal scorer go in January? Because if they've scored 20 or goals for their team, they're not going to let them go unless it's a hefty price. So uh, where are, where are we going to find this goal scorer from? I ask. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, especially mid-season. Like, it's hard enough to do that in the summer. Um, you know, people mentioned Jamie Reid. Imagine being a Stevenage fan. You've just sold Jamie Reid, who's been pretty vital to their own promotion push in the league above to, to the league below halfway through the season. You wouldn't be best pleased. I suppose one way to do it could potentially be dip into the National League, someone like Paul McCallum's name surfaces. But, you know, you've got the same problems, really, and it's also a risk. So... Yeah, I don't know, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think we need that sort of twenty-goal striker at the minute. Um, I think it was a massive problem with the lone striker when when we were playing the four-three-three, and it was either Nichols or Bon mostly up front on their own, and um, you know they they weren't really having having much joy, and there was a lot of responsibility on that person. We've got four strikers fit now. Um, if you sort of discard Lewis Walker, if you like, I don't think. Bon is massively fancied by Clements. You can sort of tell that with with Nichols starting, and then I, don't, I think I'm right in saying Bon wasn't used on Boxing Day as well, so he hasn't been used in the last two games. You know, people have been preferred to him even with two up front. So you know, we've got four strikers: Bon, Madison, Nichols, Hawkins. They all bring something different. It's a bit of a weird one, really, because people talk about you know players moving on in January, and there's been rumours about Nichols going, rumours about Bon going, who could be coming in. And individually, I really like all four of them as footballers. I think they all bring something different. I spoke a few times on this show about, you know, having everything you could possibly want in a strike force, really. I suppose you've got the pace of Nadison, you've got, you know, the physicality of, of Hawkins, the sort of, you know, on the ball quality of Nichols, if you like, and, and Bond is a bit of everything, if you want to simplify it like that. Um, but none of them have really fired. So it's a bit weird, really, that I like all of them individually, but I also wouldn't be too bothered if any of them left because I've not really done the job. And, you know, I said earlier, it's down to creativity as well as putting the ball in the net. But like you say, James, if we had 40 shots in the last two games, I, I was only vaguely, I didn't go on Boxing Day, I was only vaguely watching and I follow. But, you know, we had enough opportunities tonight to score a few goals. Hawkins missed about five headers. Um, you know, there's there another drag bag, there's a few shots over the bar. Um yeah, I don't think Nadison or Nichols had too many chances themselves. But, yeah, I think... I, I just think for me, Lewis, I think where we lack is players taking the game by the scruff of his neck. It took Conor, it took until Conor Mahoney coming on um, until we actually started playing tonight, in all fairness. Um, I, I don't know what you think. Is that obviously when Johnny Williams was on the pitch, yes, fine, fair enough, whatever. But it took until Conor Mahoney tonight. And he... And he, back, he Basically, I know obviously Scott Malone put the ball in the net, but it was down to a, a lot of the play from Conor Mahoney tonight to create the chances. And it was that well, well, he, did, he didn't he didn't play for forty minutes tonight and won the man of the match. Just that's all you need to know, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think Mahoney is our best attacking player, in my opinion. Um, definitely from what we've seen this season. I think Clements likes him, but he didn't perhaps fit in this new system. If 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 we're essentially playing a, four, a three or a five, whatever, and then two one two, um, in terms of midfielders and attackers, then I suppose the only position Mahoney's going to play is behind the, the strikers, and that's where Johnny Williams is playing. So there's not really space for him, I guess. I don't know now if Williams is injured or whatever, but I think um, I think yeah, he's a, he's a really good player, and he was vital to. To us creating something, you know, I think if we can add a bit of pace and a, and a decent striker in January, then he'll be a massive asset to us progressing forward. Just had a message in the group chat from from Owen saying um, he is listening. He's not speaking tonight. Saying, "Could someone on my behalf give Hawkins some credit, please? He should have scored, but we created um, more chances due to his presence, especially after people were worried about him against the big centre half." So. I completely agree with what I was saying. I think it was very frustrating that Hawkins missed a lot of chances, um, especially in the first half. I think he had that header that went over, which was which was harsh. Um, he had one way he sort of had to put the power on it himself in the second half. I think he should have scored at least one. But I agree with what I've been saying in terms of creating more because of his presence. They bought on that centre-half. He was about nine foot tall quite early on. And I think Hawkins dealt with him very well. And I think that was, you know, even like Owen says, even just the presence of having Hawkins as well. So, yeah, I think Hawkins and Mahoney, you know, had decent games. You know, if you if you take the misses out, I know that's the main thing Hawkins is there for. But if you took that out, I think he he helped us a lot. So, yeah, credit to credit to Mahoney in terms of what you were saying, James. Um, I think he's he's a vital player for us, and I suppose we'll probably see him back in the team now as well, which is a good thing. Yeah, I thought I thought Hawkins was excellent tonight. Certainly the. Um, he, he's no, he's known for winning the ball in the air, but I thought he was very good to feet as well. Uh, the amount of times that he was pinning centre halves to feet and and laying and laying the ball back off and getting in and widening and getting himself in the box, I thought he was excellent tonight, Ollie Hawkins, and and I thought everything, everything good that we did went through Conor Mahoney and Ollie Hawkins tonight. So, yeah, well done, well done, Twally. Obviously, Monday, Lewis, we go to Colchester um, off the back of a win tonight. Yeah, what? Would you change anything potentially? Would you would you do anything differently? Would you disregard this back three? I know we've created a lot of chances, but we've 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 only scored one goal in the last two games. I know we've got the win tonight, but what what would you yeah, what what, what would you do going into Monday? I've always been a bit well, I say always, I know we've only played it for two games, but I've been a bit skeptical about this back three because it's got similar vibes to when Neil Harris first came in that I don't think Clemens wants to play that way, but maybe it's the best he can get out of what we've got at the minute. Um, I think it allows us to have some natural width, which isn't always possible um, with the 4-3-3 because there's almost more pressure for them to come inside and help out the lone striker. Um, I like having the two up front. I think that's a satisfying thing. You know, people have called for that, and I don't always think that equals more attacking football. But I think that's been beneficial for us, especially if one of them is Hawkins after today. I think Malone played well when he came on. Obviously, I don't know if you guys spoke about it before I joined. He had the the shushing celebration. I don't know if he's seen some stuff or whatever. That was yeah, seen that. <laughs> yeah, that was split opinion or whatever. I don't, I don't. There's more things to worry about right now than that. So. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm translating for Owen here because he's just messaging our group chat. But I, I do agree with what he's saying, so I will, um, I will say what he said. Is he said that he hopes Bond gets the chance to play next to Hawkins, and I agree because I like Nadison. I think his his pace is is useful. I thought, despite missing that 
brilliant chance on Boxing Day. I think his pace was good. Potentially a bit anonymous tonight. I would like to see Bond play next to Hawkins because I think Bond's still the best forward we've got at the club, even if he's not fancied by Clements slash on his way out or whatever. I would like to see them play together as well. Um, I, I would like to see Malone come back in. I, I do think he provided more of a threat than Clark. I do like Clark, though. Um, and I'd also be tempted to start Jaden Clark on the other side. I know tonight was a little bit different where we were supposed chasing the game and we didn't really have to worry about anything coming back the other way. But, you know, if he can if he can do the defensive side of it at wing back, I'd, I'd be quite intrigued to see that. So, yeah, I think having Ethan Coleman in the middle helps a lot with this system, with, with the two or the one or whatever, or if, however you want to shape the midfield. So I'd, I'd probably, if you want it flat out, I'd bring Jaden Clark in, I'd bring Malone in for the two wing backs. And I'd start, uh, well, I'd start Bon up front and then Mahoney would be in for, for Williams as well, which is, which is the obvious one. Yeah, I think the last thing I'll... Uh... The last thing I want to put to you, Lewis, before I obviously I'll, I'll read out the, I'll read out the comments first, but that we, we've got in um, obviously before I read the comments out, uh, uh, yeah, a massive thank you to to Grit Consultancy who are sponsoring the ME Seven podcast for the rest of the season. Um, Grit, um, give your IT some grit and say goodbye to. Uh, complacent IT services. Um, Grit Consultancy are all-in-one managed UK-based IT support um, consultancy and hosting solution that. Uh, your business needs that means one contact address the same friendly experts handling your careers and simplify billing for your business it's let's read the comments out tonight uh i mean yeah obviously said a win is a win but took a worldies to get it done should have won that three or four nil with ch- chances created tom jasper said expect everington to possibly be sat before new year's day if not there's no better time to play colchester we should be good enough to take the game to them um scoops callan said we're lacking striker wise unlucky to hawkins first 49 minutes for 90 minutes back but should have put at least one away. Overall, team, team lacking confidence, positive performance overall. Always had concerns about lack of creativity in the centre of the park. Stu Lewis said, Bond and Hawkins, a must-start on Monday. Yeah, uh, uh, out of all four, I'd have Bond all day. Stu Bond said, great, uh, great to have three points, but it shouldn't have been that hard. Hawkins missed lots of chances. I'd rather see Bond back with Nichols as a partnership. Interesting. Jonathan Wilkins said, great win and fantastic goal. However, the issue still remains. 24 shots, only four on target against 10 men. And Beverly Jill said, disagree regarding confidence. I, I think the manner of the win against 10 men will probably give us even less confidence than we, we had before tonight. So, Lewis, yeah, I guess I guess that's that's going off the back of that comment. Does tonight paper over the cracks um, a little bit? Will it give confidence to the squad and, and, and claimants going into the new year, what what do you think? What do you think it will do to round it off? I think winning breeds confidence. I suppose there's no better medicine if you like. Um, you know, it's been a. I think it was we haven't even scored in the league in December, so I suppose that's nice. Um, I don't know what the XG would have been of Malone's goal. I, I, I think the fact it went off the bar and it, the fact it's a volley made it made it a lot harder than it was. But scoring a chance like that doesn't. You know, it's not ideal when we missed easier chances, if you like. But I think as fans, we have a right to be sceptical and just sort of see, you know, I've tweeted after full time. I don't think we learned too much because I think the same problems were there. You know, we just scored a great goal against a bad side that had 10 men on the pitch. Um, so there's issues like that, I suppose. But yeah, you know, we've got to win. If if we had those issues and we lost or we drew, then we'd be proper down in the dumps. But a win's a win. In the record books, it'll say... It will say Gillingham won Sutton nil, and I suppose that's all that's 
all, all that matters really. Um, you'd hope it could give him a bit of a, a boost, but in terms of performances, I'm sceptical. But you know, for the players, it might be a completely different feeling, I suppose. There we go. Run it off tonight, then. Gillingham end 2023 with a win. Finally, finally, a win under lights at Freesfield as Stevie Clements picks up three points. One nil. Always the way this season at the moment, isn't it? Thank you all for listening tonight. As always, up the jills. Good night.